the Broncos preseason opener with the Cardinals tonight. Here's Stokely and Zach. to think about it it is right here it is right now love so strange said you now how you doing today brandon stokely oh i'm doing great friday happy hey, friday to you weather beautiful day great day game in colorado day? game day how about that it's here i mean Can it us. is here it's like 2023 football season is upon us and I know it's just a preseason game, but it's still exciting, right? Heck yeah, it is. Isn't it? Heck yeah, it is. I know I am. I do. First look. Preseason. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But first look at Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos. What does it mean for week one against the Raiders? You know, not much. Not much. But it's it's still, it gives you a glimpse. And, like, I think for me, the big thing that um, that really I, I, I'm excited about is, man, what will we see of Philip Lindsay out there? Well, we see a Terrell Davis out there, you know, someone that, hey, we're not really expecting to see much from. And all of a sudden, you know, there Terrell Davis is flying down the field, making a tackle on special teams. Right. And, you know, a couple of decades later, he's in the Hall of Fame. Incredible. Right. You know, um, something like that. I mean, will we see and, I, and I'm not thinking that someone's going to be going to the Hall of Fame that we're not really talking about, but someone making this team and making an impact. Philip Lindsay. Right. Could it be Jaleel McLaughlin? Could it be an offensive lineman? Could it be a linebacker? Whatever the case may be, that, that's kind of what I'm excited about uh, the most. Obviously excited about watching this first-team offense of course, get out there and see what they look like yep. uh, with the new offense. But, you know, that's going to be 10, 12 plays uh, probably, uh, 15 plays uh, like Sean Payton told us. So, uh, I, but, but, you know, will someone stand out that we maybe haven't talked a lot? One of these receivers, right? Uh, and, and all of a sudden – you know, that, that guy, um, you know, puts himself in the race to, to make the football team. Is there is there a singular name that comes to mind? Uh, well, you can it, look uh, – um, sorry to cut you off there, uh, but you you can look at like a Taylor Grimes. Yes. I mean, we've talked about him a little bit. and um, That's the one name that came to my mind when you're going okay. through him. Like, that guy's kind of showed up every day. It wouldn't shock me at all if by the end of, of the night, when the clock hits zero, it's – Four catches for seventy-one yards wouldn't wouldn't stun me at all. I mean, how about a Montreal Washington? Yeah, who's been under the radar? We yep. talked a lot about him last year yep. during camp, and then he just kind of disappeared during the season. Obviously, didn't do a good enough enough job returning the football. Um, what what about him? You know, it's his it's his second year, right? When do guys make the biggest jump in their career? First or second year? Yes, and so that's where he's at now. And you know, can he make that big jump and? Look, there's a there's a spot open here um, for a wide receiver just to jump in there and take it. You know, the, the third wide receiver role. Yep. Who's it going to be? You know, who wants it? So, I mean, Jalen Virgil, we if talked they went, a lot. If they went, not to cut you off, but if they went three wide tonight, <clears throat> who's the third wide receiver? Mims. I think they give him the, the first shot at it. I do. Um, I think they're trying to get him up to speed. How do you do that? You throw him out there. Hey, let's go. Sink or swim. Yeah. Can he handle it? That This is the only way that you know if he can handle it. You need to know as a coaching staff, can I trust this guy? So what do you do? You throw him out there. Let's see. Is he continuing to make mistakes? Because he's going to make mistakes. Sure. But does he continue sure. to make mistakes? 
Um, and can Rust and this coaching staff end up trusting him? If not, you know, you'll see a guy like Marquez Callaway, um, maybe Taylor Grimes. Uh, but I think to start off with, it's probably Marvin Mims. It just seems like that that's who they want. You know, Sean Payton loved him coming out of Oklahoma. Yep. And they moved up to get him. So he's going to get every opportunity, I believe, to be that guy. I don't know if he's ready. Now, we were only two weeks in. Right? I, I've been I, – I think I've been disappointed because, for some reason, my expectations were a little bit higher for him. Okay. Even though he's a yeah. rookie. Yeah. Like, he's a rookie. Like, I, I need to tell myself to settle down here. He's a rookie. It's tough. I put myself my rookie year. Sure. Right? Like, holy cow. I, so, I, I think I need to settle down with my expectations for him. But, like, I've been a little bit disappointed because I just haven't seen him do much of anything. You know, I mean, the other day he had a couple catches, which was nice. But before that, I'm like, is he making any catches at all? Right. And um, I haven't seen, like, elite speed. I think that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, just make a few more plays, and but I want to see that speed. Right. Right? That, that The difference maker, the speed, 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 and, like, just jump out at, at us all. And I haven't seen that. I haven't seen, like, elite-level route running ability either. Um so I think that's why I've been a little bit disappointed with um, maybe Marvin Mims. Uh, but but then again, like, it's only two weeks in here. Right? Uh, and and so I need to be a little bit more patient with it. Uh, but I just think the expectations. Sure. They moved up to get him. Yeah. Sean Payton's kind of hyped him up a little bit, right? Yep. Uh, and um, so it just hasn't lived up to that for me right now. No, haven't seen it show up like a, a, a rookie a rookie camp that uh, even Montreal Washington had a year ago. Yeah, um, that where he's raising eyebrows every other day. We haven't seen that from Mims. Um, will you be Will you be a little bit disappointed if the first team offense can't score a touchdown? That's a good question. Of course, I will be. I mean, you said a little bit. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh. This offense is going to stink. Um, but, yeah, I want to see him score a touchdown. I wanted to score a touchdown against the Bears when we first came out there with Peyton yep. in 2012. Yep. Ran a bad route, interception, you know, not so fast. Didn't work out. Um, and, and, you, and, and did you come back out for the next series? No, no. So it's just one and done. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, rem- I, I, I think I remember that well uh, because – we wanted, like, I didn't want to, but Peyton wanted to. You know, of course, like, let's, you kind of want to just get back out there. And, right. And, you know, so you don't have, like, that's not what you're thinking about. And I screwed up. So, yes, I did want to go back out there in that instant because it's like, okay, I don't want to end on this. Yeah. I'm about to fly home with this guy, you know, sitting next to me in the back of the plane. And he's like, he's pissed off at me. Yeah. Because I screwed him with a bad route. I ran a bad yeah. route. Yeah. What, I ran a, a little five yard under route, right? I'm in the slot. Go up five yards. Break flat, right? Don't drift up the football field. Pretty simple, yeah. right? Especially for a guy that's played 13 years in the NFL. Yeah. You know, it should be simple. Well, you know, even someone that's run that route thousands of times, I let my guard down. I, I saw something open up uh, in the middle of the field. So I said, I started drifting up the field. I said, I'm catching this thing for a touchdown. They yeah. just kind of blew this coverage. My awareness level, uh, that game was low. Okay. Was low, uh, so Madden got it right. But you, <laughs> right? That's yeah, right. So it was very low. So I, because I thought it was wide open, and so I start drifting up the field. Well, here comes. I think it was a safety or linebacker undercut it, interception, and we're at the like I don't know, fifteen twenty yard line going oh, in. Wow. So we had okay. something good going. Okay. You know, Decker caught a nice pass. I remember like, okay, let's get this thing going. You want to score a touchdown? You feel great about you know what you've been doing, but then when that happens, 
you feel awful. Right. So, you know, it was all my fault. I totally screwed up there. And uh, but so, yes, I wanted to um, get back out there. And so I didn't have to, you know, look at Peyton the whole plane ride and, and stand by him on the sideline for three and a half quarters and, you know, listen to him, you know, kind of give me shots about how I, I screwed up and how I screwed him. So um, are you pulling it up? Uh, it, so it you can't find the box score on well, ESPN. It, no, there's no box score. There is a final score, though. 31 to 3 Broncos. Yeah. 2012 first preseason Bears. Game. 31 to 3 over the Chicago Bears in wow. Chicago. Huh. Okay. Um so I guess we got it going, but I don't think that we went back out for another drive. I think that was it and it lets me pull up the article. It lets me pull okay. up the recap and the uh-huh. headline is Uh-oh. Peyton Manning picked off in brief debut as Broncos <laughs> beat Bears. <laughs> yeah, that was me. That was on me. Yeah, so see, that's the headline. You know, that's going to be the headline the next day is Peyton throws an interception. But, you know, it was really on me and my my just bad decision. And it's like I just let my guard down. I'm thinking touchdown. And it was like, dude, you just got to be on top of the details. Just just catch the ball. Right. Don't Intercepted be greedy. near the goal line. Yeah, it says. Yep. Uh, and I don't think we went back out there. No, so, no. But, it says games opening possession. Yeah. All eyes were on uh, Manning. Results were mixed. Uh, because I mean, this is such an anticipated preseason game. Like, like yeah, he hadn't played in a year. Maybe the most anticipated preseason game of the last twenty years. Yeah, is Peyton Manning with the Broncos after taking the year off? I mean, wow! And you screwed him. Yeah, I did. I certainly wow. did. And I paid the price for it. Don't worry. Oh, I know you did. It wasn't like he he gave me a nice pat on the back. We'll <laughs> no. get him next time. Pal. No, no, no. It was like uh, next day at practice. I ran that route. I can't tell you how many times I ran out. Simple route. You know, simple. Okay, I, like, I, I know I screwed up. I, I don't need to, con- but it was like, hey, special teams is going on. You know, when special teams go yeah. on and I'm not on special teams, he's right. not on special teams. Right. So we'll go to the side and, like, work on a few things or whatever the case may be. Sometimes quarterback works on drills. Or they work on drills or whatever the case may be. But every time that we had a little break, yeah, it was like, come on, let's go. We're going to get some work in. And, like, I want under out. Okay, I got it. What percentage was that? And I know we got to go, but what percentage was that was, like, utilitarian, we got to get this right? And what percentage was punishment? It was all punishment. Okay. Dude, it's a, it's a, it's a route, like I said, that's really simple, <laughs> really easy. It's like, okay, I know what I did. Trust me, it won't happen again. Yeah. But so all punishment, Zach. The Broncos, quote, the Broncos looked like they were poised to score. Instead, on third down at the 12, Manning got picked <laughs> off when Denver's Brandon Stokely deflected a pass and Major Wright dived for the interception oh at the gosh. two. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Manning was finished for go. the night, too. <laughs> and that brought the biggest story to the close. <laughs> Our analysis oh, of training camp 2023 oh, is presented by ROX Rocks Heating and Air. We'll continue to comb through. Imagine um, being on that flight, though. No. Like, I can't get no, away from it. No. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, stuck. Like, miserable. Unbelievable. Brutal. Great story, though, looking back at it. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll continue to preview tonight's uh, first preseason game for the Denver Broncos. Uh, but in the meantime... Nolan Arnato spoke on the record about his forced exit out of Colorado. We'll react to it coming up next. Getting you set for the Broncos preseason opener with the Cardinals tonight. Here's Stokely and Zach. Nolan Arnato is not a topic that I had uh, anticipated us talking about on a Friday. Boo! 
<laughs> Who did that? You did that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that was me. Oh, I thought you were talking about the the his return, his return to Colorado, which was le- just a legendary, legendarily funny moment. Um, <laughs> that, it's just an all timer. Um, we were both oh, at man. the game, and man, he got ni- he got what did you say ninety percent cheered that yeah, night. More, more, more cheers. Um, Smattering. But, but then you had the real, real people stand up and boo. You were we were in a box together, and it, it, you were you, you had the hands cupped around the, the the mouth, trying to create the largest you know whole, megaphone uh, megaphone for yes. yourself. Um, as uh, as you boo Nolan, but yeah, this wasn't on. You know, we talked about Nolan for a half a second last week because the Cardinals uh, were hosting the Rockies, which the Rockies promptly took two of three. Um, but Nolan went on Drew Goodman's podcast during that series, so Drew, it looks like by his uh, uh, feed, there puts out like one podcast a week. Um, Drew Goodman, voice of the Rockies, and he sat down with Arenado last week. The episode just got released here recently, and. I, I want to give credit to Drew here, uh, Drew Drew Goodman, because Drew is an employee of the team. If Nolan's agreeing to come on your podcast, it it it, it, it could be a reasonable thought that you wouldn't touch the exit. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like oh, yeah. that's a reasonable thought of like yes. he's yes, playing absolutely. nice with me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give him a fastball question. Like right. give me some softballs. Let us promote that you were on it. But but to Drew's credit, um, he did uh, ask Nolan about the exit, and Nolan. Um, well, you, you can uh, decide what you make of the comments. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some things I wish I could take back with how it went down. Maybe letting it get public there. Um, that's one thing I do regret about it. Um, was talking to the media about any of those things. That's one thing, I guess, when I was a little younger and I was frustrated and I, my emotions got the best of me in that time. That's the only thing I regret about how it went down. Um, but me getting moved was, uh, I think, important um, for me and my career. I think it was important for them too, um, and uh, I think that's about it. You know, I, I, I like uh, I guess the one regret I have is uh, not. I wish we would have had. You know, like we had a pretty good group. You know, it was kind of fun. You know, me, Story, DJ, uh, Cargo. Uh, you know, like it was a pretty cool group. Your players, pretty good ones. So um, I wish we would accomplish more, but I also wish we would have kept a lot of guys there. Those guys back too. I mean, I we had a pretty good group. You know, pretty good guys. It's like, like, really? Like, I don't know. I mean, if that was, like, when I think about my 2012 Broncos team, we had a great group, great guys, you know, awesome teammates, so much fun. He's like, oh, we had a pretty good group, story, and, you know. They said pretty good players, too. Yeah. Like, wait, what? What? Like, dude, I, I, I don't, I don't, um. I don't know. I don't. I, I, that, that caught me by surprise. That's like my biggest takeaway from all of that. Like he said some stuff in the beginning about the trade, not talking to the media. But that's my biggest takeaway was listen to that, you know. And then he's like, it's best for my career. And um, I don't know. There's a little shot there at uh, Rocky's organization. You know, we couldn't keep the guys together. But Cargo was retiring. He was at yeah, the tail yeah, end of his yeah. career, right? And and Trevor Story was still around. Correct. That came after. Right. Um, so. But to me, it just still seems like, you know, he said this, this was best for my career. But, you know, he signed a long-term deal with the Rockies. He did. And I don't know what they told him and what he thought was gonna, it was going to look like. but Like what uh, the Rockies told Nolan? Yes. And, uh, you know, moving forward, what they were going to do. But certainly, you know, they're not one of the bigger spending teams 
and MLB. So it's like he got his money, right? And then, you know, things started to, you know, maybe not be as great as they once were. Yeah. And then he's just like, I want out. Right. I'm done. I'm done with y'all. Um, that's the way it seems to me. But I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, that was my big takeaway from it all, uh, unfortunately. It's just like, I don't know how to frame it. Or, like, I, I don't want to say lack of respect for, for those guys. But, like, man, I, I would be pumping them up a lot more than that. Like, that's my guys. They're, like, pretty good players. Uh, whatever he said there. Maybe we can clip that and, and play it again, just that, that part of it. Um, but that was for me. That, that was my takeaway. I don't know. What about you? Well, th- there, was a, th- there was a lot jammed into about 40 seconds. Um, I will say this, and I'm not here to play defense for Nolan, but I did listen to the whole podcast, and there was other spots in the podcast where he was building those teams up. Like he called 17 and 18 the two most fun years of his career and talked about like those guys were a big reason why or whatever. But, uh, but, but, but I, I get what you're saying there in that isolated clip, um, just to paint further context, but, but I'll, I'll say this, you know, he said, you know, it was important for me in my career. And I think it was important for the Rockies too. I don't know how it was important for the Rockies. Like, you know, you wanted this, the Rockies didn't want that. Um, so I, I don't know how it was in th- that trade was important to the Rockies. I, uh, I just I, the I, only thing I could think of, just to throw it out there real quick, yeah. is you know money wise. And I know they had to pay fifty million, but they got out of a lot of that contract. And so financially, maybe I don't know. Yeah, and that was during COVID. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, I mean that would be my only thought. Yeah, of why yeah. he would say that. I, I think that's I think that's part of it. Here, here's the clip that, that that you asked for one more time. Here we had a pretty good group. You know, it was kind of fun. You know, me story DJ. Uh, cargo, uh, you know, like it was a pretty cool group. Your players, pretty good ones. Pretty good group, uh, pretty pretty fun. Yeah. Um, like I don't know, I would never characterize if one of my teams like that. I I, I don't know. I, I, unless you don't well, like the guys. Well, 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 well. It's something well, because if if and <laughs> I'm just thinking of this now. Like if you build it up too much, then why did you want out? Like well, if those are your, your those are your guys and those are great players, it's like okay, then why if that was so great, then how, why why did you force your way out? Because um, you know it just wasn't the same. I mean, that was you know he's talking about years before. He's not talking about like that year that he asked to be traded or that the the COVID year. He's talking about the run they went on and whatever seventeen eighteen. Yeah, yeah. He's talking about DJ and and Story and Cargo. Like, are you saying that's a pretty good group? I think that's a great that's a group. Great group. And, he, and he left one out, by group. the way. It's a special group. Yeah. Um, who did he leave out? The longest tenured Rocky. Tyler? All-star at the time. No, no, Charlie Blackman. Oh, Charlie. Yeah. So, like, look, I mean, look, it's like that's a great group. It was a great group. And Charlie was playing great then. and uh, He really was. That, that was a great that group. Was it's a, not a pretty that, good group. Like, that's what, I mean, that bothers me that he says that. Like, even if you maybe don't get along with all of them. Yeah. And he's like, they're pretty fun. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, well, I mean, seriously, what that's, about, that's not a pretty good group. What about? So, I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, that bothers me. Uh, I wonder if it bothers them or if they just don't even care. No, no, no. If, if you're one of those guys and that. That hits your ears that way. That would probably bother you. A like if Peyton said that, like oh, I had some pretty good wide receivers and 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 with Denver or, or with with the Indy, you know, like, pretty it was pretty fun, you know. Like okay, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, right. Nope, nope, nope. I I, mean, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I don't know. I just think that that was the thing that just really stuck out yeah. over all that stuff. Like okay, you know, 
um, best for both teams, this and that, you know, needed to whatever. But you know, I, when you're talking about your teammates, if yeah. those are your guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what about they were a special group? It was just time to move on. Yeah, I mean, that's what yeah, you had yeah. special group, special players. And man, we had a great run there. And I know he said something in there also about like he wished that the organization maybe would have done more at the trade deadline. Yes, at a, yes. At a couple of those years. Yes. Which yeah, yes. obviously you look back and say yes, you wish they would have. Um, we all do uh, because that was the window. Uh, the window looked like at that time it might be a little bit you know more open than yeah. what it turned out to be. Um, but it's like I mean. That was a special group. Yeah. That bothers me. What about, r- real quick on the way out here, um, him in the, at the front portion of it saying, uh, I regret the way that I let it play out publicly. Does that does that do anything for you? No, not really. I mean, not really. Okay. It happened. Yeah. For me, I kind of view it still the same. Yeah. You got paid. Yeah. You forced your way out. Yep. And, um, you know, so... I'm a I'm a Rockies fan. That bothers me. Right. I'm not gonna just you know. Oh yeah. Remember that play you made you know ten years ago? No. You you kind of got paid. You you had your cake. You got your cake and you got to eat it too. What, he, no he, he, he did. He, you have your cake and eat it too. He yeah, did. Okay. He did. He did. What the current top tier NBA players are doing right now: yeah. signing their deal and then saying I want out. Carmelo did it differently, and I know he sometimes gets looped in this conversation. He kind of warned the franchise, and the franchise was able to get. To, I'm not trying to paint Carmelo as like a uh, uh, like uh, no, because there's that's the way you used to do it. Now it's right. you screw the franchise. Yeah. You sign the max deal, then say this isn't for me. So uh, interesting conversation for sure. Uh, should the Broncos should the Broncos pick up the phone and call two old friends in San Francisco? Stokely's got some interesting thoughts coming up next. Getting you set for the Broncos preseason opener with the Cardinals tonight. Here's Stokely and Zach. Pick up the phone and call two friends, two old friends from San Francisco. Do you know where I'm going with this? I don't. I haven't. I haven't given it too too much thought because you you texted me last night this question. I was intrigued and I literally just put it on the rundown. This almost the same way you sent it to me. Um, Call up Kyle and John. Call up Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. Any any guesses here where I'm going with it? <sighs> Ask them how they handled Mike McGlinchey. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done. Nope, nope, uh, nope. Try again. Um, uh, a, a call up Kyle. I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, wouldn't be for some like uh, 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 a trade partner. I don't think. Um, I mean, there's a lot of San Francisco flavor. Go back to where you just said. Okay, okay. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, like, it, I'm it, just is, saying like, it is. Kwan Williams, San Francisco to Denver. Right. DJ Jones, San Francisco to Denver. Yep. Mike McGlinchey, San Francisco to Denver. No, we're, I'm looking. I'm looking to. I'm looking to get one of their players. You're looking to get one of their Possibly. players. I'm just kind of throwing out. This is a topic of conversation. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it's intriguing, and that player's Trey Lance. Wow, that player's Trey Lance. I don't think they like him. I like you can 
like deduce all you want. Just look over there. Look at their actions, right? Um, they they don't love Trey Lance. They swung and missed on that, but they might have hit a grand slam with Brock Purdy. Kind of make and, up for it. And then you have, and then you had they brought in Sam Darnold also. They did. Um, and so you look at this guy that might be third on the depth chart that got that they moved up to get. I think they're ready to wash their hands and be done and just move on from Trey Lance, right? Every time you look over there, you think about your mistake. Yeah. And you're pulling out your hair. It's just not working here. Yeah. Let's just move on with Brock Purdy and Sam Donald. It unmuddies the water. And so from a Denver Broncos perspective, you look at, okay, young quarterback Sean Payton. Who do we have? Who do we have if this rust thing doesn't work out? Even if it does work out, you want a backup. And so why not take, try to take a swing with Trey Lance? Athletic guy that hasn't played a lot of football. Didn't work out for him with San Francisco. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. You know, and, and he can sit and learn behind Russ this year or whatever the case may be. And, uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen. I'm not giving up a first rounder for him. I'm just saying it intrigues me. And if, if, if I don't know what it would cost. I don't know what it would cost, Zach. What about um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the price. Um, goodness, they swung big and missed. They did, but it's okay because they made up for it with Purdy. You think you think they could? Right. You think they could? We don't know for sure. Um, second round pick? No, no, no. Probably not. Um, if if I did that, it would be a conditional type of deal, okay. and it would be a second round pick and uh, twenty five, like okay. in two years from now. I'm not giving you a second round right now because I. Third, third round? Yeah, sure. I'd do it for a third. Would you do it for a third? Or would you do it for a second? They said, hey. Oh, do, do you hate the idea? Uh, no, totally. no, no. I, I actually love where your head's at. I think this is a great idea. I just don't know if I like the human being you're talking about. I think I like. Not a bad guy, is he? Uh, and I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I'm just talking like football fit. I don't know enough you about said him. human being. Yeah, like I don't. Uh, I, don't uh, I'm, I think you can still call him about a different human being in the same room. Oh. I would love Sam Darnold here to see what Sam Darnold, the resurrection of Sam. I, I'm, I'm kind of like a still like a Sam Darnold truther. If he Has he ever been in the right system with pieces around him with a coach like Sean Payton? I loved him coming out. He was in an, that jet situation out of the gate was so bad for him. It was just, it was just a train wreck. And then Carolina, huh? Like, I, I just don't know if he was set up to, to succeed. Um, in his, in his second stop, either. Okay, let me help you out. They're not trading Sam Darnold. They're not going to trade him. So I, I think they hang up on you. They're just like, no, it's not going to. They, they, they want to hang Sam. up over on over Sam Darnold. Yes, third stop. Yeah, okay. exactly. You know why? How many years have they been screwed because they don't have a competent backup? Too too often. Right? Are they in a Super Bowl window? Mm-hmm. Did Brock Purdy just get hurt last year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they trade. They love Sam Donald. I mean, like, this but, is my but, opinion. Like, all the if that's the logic, why would you trade any of your quarterbacks then? Well, because you're done with Trey Lance. Because he, you feel like he can't play. Like I said, every time you look at him, you're, you're pulling your hair out like this. Golly, he was supposed to be our plan. Remember what, how much we gave up for him? And so I think uh, they would way be more willing to move on from Trey Lance than, than Sam Donald. You may that, be right. This is just kind of my, my view of it all here in San Francisco. Um, but my yeah. thing is my, my, my other question. And they push- also got Brandon Allen, bro. I, I, I saw, they also got I B.A. Saw, I saw. I saw. My other pushback is, third. Is, 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 is that a good situation for a young quarterback to go into in Where? San Francisco? 
Is that a good situation? Yeah, like do they have a running game? Do they have yes, a good defense? It's a great situation. How's the coach for scheming things up for the quarterback? He's, he's as good as it gets. It's, as good as it gets, literally. Right. Yeah. If 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 you can't make it there, it's all like the, the opposite of New York. If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Right. If you can't make it there, right? Oh my gosh, I fear what would it look like for in coming into a five win team? Yeah. No, I I understand that he's not our plan, and we're not going to give up a ton for him. That's why I said I'm not going to give up a second round pick for him because this guy might not be able to play. But I think. You know, every situation is different. He has a lot of pressure on him there. And he got hurt right away. He got hurt again last year. Like, he's been hurt a lot there. And sometimes it just takes a, a new thought process. Not sure. everybody fits with Kyle Shanahan. Sure. I think he's great. And he does, you know, but not every, that doesn't mean everyone fits there. You know, playing the quarterback position, that's a hard thing to do. Sometimes change the scenery is just a good thing. And so I'd take a swing on a talent like that. You're playing the quarterback position right, for a third right, rounder, right. even though it didn't work out there, doesn't mean it's not going to work out here. We got S. Dot Payton too. Mm. Let's not forget that. You know, I I don't hate the idea at all. I, I I love where your head's at in just terms of the in terms of the creativity of addressing the most important position in sports. Um, this I don't, gives you another option, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Do you think Stidham's going to be the answer here in, in in three years or two years? I hated the signing. I know you absolutely did. hated the signing. Um, I think it's a bad plan. Um, but um, man, you got my wheels turning. You know what could Trey Lance? Another did, thing, real quick. Yeah, hold that thought. Yeah. Another thing, like they would be trading to the AFC. They play in the sure, NFC. You sure, don't want to sure, trade them right, to an right, NFC right. team, right? That'd just be, in case. Just in case. So you know you're getting rid of them to an AFC C team that you you don't see at all. So uh, that's I think that's another positive here. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't right. hate it. All right, I uh, like that. Was like Trey that. Lance did? Remember he had that video of like the money gun and like the the, the strippers and stuff. Was that while he was in San Francisco? Because I thought I that was, so. at, I think it was after like his first start. Yeah, I think so. And I was like, what are you so. doing from a maturity standpoint? Like, yeah. you just started your first game in the What's league. What's wrong with that? Money gun? And you got the money gun <sighs> to the strippers off your first you didn't start. Do, that's what we all, that's what no. everyone does in the NFL after their I mean, first start. It's like, and then it's on video, and then it's viral. Where do you get the money gun? I don't know. Where do you get a money gun? But like, huh? but I, I remember seeing that, be like, boy, that that's a that's a that's a red flag, you know, from a, just a maturity standpoint. But you know, Sean Payton might say, "Hey, I've seen a video oh, two of mine oh, of oh, League oh, Two, so you, know, oh, you can come oh, home. You can come home too." Oh, 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 oh. stop! Stop it! Money gun. Uh, all did, man. Money gun. I got a few of those. Oh my gosh! And a Back in Baltimore. Yeah, there Back you in go. More. Oh my goodness! No, um, I don't look. I'm not putting a lot into that. No, I'm not like I'm, I'm not judging them off of that at all. Like, dude, like 19 years old, 20 yeah, years old, yeah. got a ton of money. Get a money yeah. gun and go have some fun yeah. for a night like, with strippers and record it. I, I, I'm, I'm not condoning that. Oh, not that it sounded like, like you were no. co-signing it. No, oh, no, okay, absolutely. Okay. I want to. Gotcha. I want to make that gotcha. clear because gotcha. a lot of people gotcha. drive might think yeah. I don't want to. I'm just talking about the money guns. Gotcha. Are cool. Like you don't have to be at shotguns down there, but <laughs> right. right, you can just have fun at your house. Oh with it, right? my gosh! No, gosh, money gun. Yeah. Love it. All right. No, but I'm not like this. He's a young kid. Yeah, whatever. Oh, oh, um, oh, good. But everything like that you see, like he's with... a hard worker. Um, it just it just hasn't clicked for him there. I like where your head's at with all the right. creativity, addressing the most uh, important position in, in all of sports. Um, okay, the stage Stoke for one of our teams in Colorado is somehow only going to get bigger over the next year. Hang tight. We'll explain next. Getting you 
you set for the Broncos preseason opener with the Cardinals tonight. Here's Stokely and Zach. Training Camp 2023 is presented by ROX Rocks Heating and Air. Training Camp, um, you know, kind of, it's it's still, there's still some in front of us, but more is in the rear view. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, the signature things that we'll be looking out for uh, tonight in our first preseason game of the year. We're going to do that uh, in about 10 minutes in real time. If you are listening in real time and not after the fact on the Stoke Lane Zach podcast, um, in between this moment and that moment, is the stage for one of our teams here in Colorado is somehow only going to get larger over the next year. Stoke, the uh, leaks are happening for the NBA schedule, and our world champion Denver Nuggets are going to kick off the NBA season. This is an ultimate tell on your, your standing within the league. Because the first night of the NBA season, there's only four teams in action. And they're on TNT, and it's in prime time. The Nuggets are a part of that. They are going to be in Denver, dropping the world championship banner on TNT against the Los Angeles Lakers. Love it. Drop it on the Lakers' head. Bam. Perfect. Um Obviously, a lot of storylines yes. surrounding that game. Yes, um, that's that's awesome, man. That is so cool. Uh, well deserved, obviously, after winning it all last year. But to open up, you know, the NBA season at home uh, in front of your crowd against the Lakers and the stars that they have, but also the drama that happened yeah. you know, this off season. Yeah. LeBron not happy with Michael Malone <laughs> taking a shot at him uh, about you know him you know making a big to do about him possibly retiring and taking some of the. Uh, spotlight away from the Nuggets and their run, right? And and LeBron responding to that, you know, when he's out of the country or whatever the case may be. Yeah, right? so, all that, all so, that. Yeah, so they got a lot of drama going on. The the Nuggets obviously, you know, knocked them out of the playoffs last year. So, and it's the Lakers, LeBron, AD, and whoever else they have, you know. So I uh, I love it. I mean, what a way to open the season, right? It's awesome, man. And typically, this is a little bit unusual. Typically. The, fir- the the first game of that doubleheader is going to be an Eastern Conference team. It's going to be the Celtics at seven o'clock local, five o'clock here. Um, Celtics and the and and fill in the blank. Milwaukee, Philly. It's, it's going to be the Miami Heat against Philly. Yeah, and and then you have the 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 West Coast right. teams play second. Just like on football, Monday Night Football, when, we, when you have the yes. opener or the Thursday night, you yes. have the doubleheaders. Yes. We got the East Coast teams, then you got the Broncos playing the Raiders, right? Uh, as, exactly. As a, as a second one. Yes. So how it's working now is the second game of the uh, season debut is going to be Suns at Warriors, which already has its own fun storylines as CP3 is moving from one team to the other, from Phoenix to Golden State. That's fascinating, but that's the second half. So what? Th- this is so cool, in my opinion, because the Nuggets are going to be a, a Western Coast team that will be playing at, at – it'll be 6 o'clock here. Yeah. It'll be 6 o'clock here locally. Finally, Finally right? And yeah. not the 8.30 start that really turns to be 8.44. And um, and it'll be great because the whole country, you're on the main stage in that first game. Yeah, uh, which is awesome. And that other game, I mean, what a, what a great, great, excuse me, um, uh, doubleheader. Yes. Like you said, 
Suns Warriors. You know, you got both Western Conference um, games going on and all kind of implications. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of – you probably throw the Clippers in there as the top five in the Western Conference. You sure. know, um, those, those five, right? But yeah, the, those, those four teams right there, I mean – it doesn't get any better than that in the Western Conference. So love it. Love that the, that the Nuggets are able to open this thing up and kick it off with that first game against the Lakers. I think that's really cool. Good for them. And then it doesn't stop because when Christmas comes, and it wasn't more than two seasons ago, Nuggets just got totally skipped on Christmas. The MVP, the reigning MVP was not shown on Christmas. And they didn't watch him because they didn't. They right. hadn't seen him play. They, Zach, so they like, had not. They, they had hadn't not. seen him play, so they didn't know what they were missing. That's why um, the Nuggets got stiffed on Christmas. Yes, you you are you are correct on that. Um that that right, Lisa? that changes oh, Lisa. Come on. <laughs> Where's she find at? it? Where's she at? find it? Where's she at? He is spectacular. Oh, yes. Lisa. I apologize to Nicola Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Mark gone. Is Mark gone? Oh, Mark is. You know, you put that in your pipe, you smoke it. Mark is gone. gone. Mark right. is gone. Um, although I, I, what a, we never oh talked about gosh. it. What a terrible move by ESPN to remove Jeff Van Gundy. You know I love him more Everyone than Everyone loves anything. him. Everyone. Yes. He's, the, he's right. got the highest he, approval rating of any broadcaster. He's just real. And he's so good at what he does. And he's funny. I'm like, you know what this what is? What are you doing? You know what this is? What is this? Does does Roger Goodell and Sean Payton get along? I don't think so. The same can be said from Adam Silver and both the Van Gundy boys. Oh, really? Yep, yep. Long standing behind the behind in the shadows. Really? Heat. Yes. Oh, okay. And, well, I didn't, I didn't and, even and, realize and that. And no one is more critical of the NBA itself and yeah. the officials and the and, and the schedule and all things NBA that needs to be criticized. Than Jeff Van Gundy on the NBA call, but he does a great job I with know it. He does. I think it's refreshing. I know. It is, you know, um, it, it, it's just so refreshing, and he has such a a, a great way about doing it that uh, I, I I enjoy listening to this guy and watching games because he's calling the game. Me too, man. Me Unbelievable. too. Me too. Very rarely is a broadcaster make me want to hang out longer than Jeff Van Gundy for an NBA broadcast. That's it, and uh, so. Okay, um, he's he's like the he's like the mayor of common sense. It's like stuff that just needs to be said. He just says that's right, and most people won't say it. Right, they're scared to right. say it. Right. Um, Christmas Day, what a what a lineup! I'll just give you the games real quick. All right, Bucks at Knicks, Seventy Sixers at the Miami Heat, the Boston Celtics at the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, Luca, Kyrie, and the Mavs at the Phoenix Suns, and then the nightcap is here in Denver once again on Christmas night. The Golden State Warriors. At the Denver Nuggets. Love it. I mean, you got the Lakers to open the season, and then you got the Warriors on Christmas Day or Christmas night, excuse me. Um, awesome. I love That's, this. That is that is so cool. Um, really well deserved. What a season last year. Still kind of like can't believe that like I know. they won it all. I know. The they, Denver actually yes. they actually did it. They actually did it. So is is happening and is coming their way. Um, you know, we've been kind of like pounding yeah, the table yeah, yeah, here yeah, for years yes, about. Yes. Look, I mean, we got a good team here. Yeah, Jokic is a great yeah. player. And then finally it's it's here. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. Uh, okay, in a, in a more serious note, it, it's been heartbreaking to watch uh, the news coming out of Maui uh, here in the last few days. And, and unfortunately here in Colorado, uh, we're all too familiar uh, with the damages of wildfires. Uh, wildfires. Uh, our company, Bonneville, has launched a fundraiser to help the people of Maui. You can head to denversports.com, and at the top of the page, you'll see a link to the Bonneville Maui Strong Fire Relief Fund. 
100% of those donations will go to the Hawaii Community Foundation serving Maui. Uh, again, guys, uh, even if it's five bucks, uh, even if it's two bucks, uh, it, 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 right now, uh, it, it'll go longer than you think. Uh, again, that's Bonneville Maui Strong Fire Relief Fund at denversports.com. Okay, the Broncos season unofficially starts tonight. What are the signature things to be watching for in the Broncos' first preseason game? That's coming up next.